0: Welcome to your Spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Easter Johnson. Do you ever want to ask all your woo woo, weird questions to someone but don't know who to go to? Are you spiritually curious? Well, I'm your girl, here to guide you in all things spirituality, manifestation, crystals, energy healing, and more. Welcome to your awakening. welcome back to your spiritual bff i'm hannah i'm so glad that you're here today's episode is going to be a short and sweet one about something that i have been working with clients on and as i've learned more about um working with spirit guides i've started incorporating this into my own practice and so i want to talk a little bit about why uh you might hear me say um when I call forth my spirit guides, I am specific and I say divine and sacred spirit guides. I'm gonna talk about why I say that, how like what shifted for me, and um, why am I, I recommend to others to use similar verbiage um, in that way. So, when I first started communicating with spirit guides, I would just simply call forth. I would say my spirit guides, like come forward (laughs) or spirit guides or spirit guides and angels. And then I started working with a beautiful healer that I've worked with for quite some time now. And she encouraged me to call forth divine, um, no, I'm sorry, highest light and vibration, something along those lines using language similar to that. So I, for a long time, then changed that language and verbiage to call forth um, highest light and vibration, uh, angels and guides. And I want to talk a little bit about Why I do that, um, and the reason being is that folks that are intuitive and highly sensitive, such as yourself, um, tend to be sensitive to the energies around them, meaning from other people, from animals, from things, yes, from things, you can receive energies from 100%. Have you ever been into an antique store and felt some just like heavier stagnant energy or just feels old or f- just feels funny or off, or maybe it feels comfortable and homey and maybe it feels welcoming, right? Because um, people's energies actually get infused into things as well. So yes, you can pick up energy from things, um, pick up energy from nature or things happening in the world. If that's you, listen up. <laughs> and I'm sure that it is because you're here listening to this podcast. And you may not relate with all of those things of how you pick up on, on people's energies as an empath or highly sensitive person. Um, maybe it's just one of those things. Maybe you have a very high sensitivity to animals or maybe it's to people or emotions or it could be out to nature. It just depends. That's okay. Um, I say all that because I want you to hear yourself in this and go, oh, she's talking to me because I'd like you to just kind of take inventory for a moment And let me know and and let yourself know, just take that inventory for a moment and, and, and see what resonates with you when I say some of these things, right? Have you ever been, um, we'll say traumatized or, um, yeah, let's just say traumatized by a horror movie or a scary movie. Okay. Have you ever been afraid of the dark? Have you ever been particularly sensitive to TV shows, movies, whether they were scary or not? It could be just very highly emotional um, movies or high stress movies. Have you ever been impacted or TV shows? Okay, so kind of take inventory of that. have you like hearing scary stories or supernatural events or say true crime um murders and mysteries and things did those impact you? Are you able to um recall ones that you heard from years ago that just like almost haunt you okay um what about have you ever been in a place and Um, got spooked by something. Have you ever had an encounter? Whether you had an encounter or not, you could be in a place and you got spooked by something, and you felt like I need to get the hell out of here. Um, or whoa, there's like something here. I'm feeling sensations. Even if you weren't scared by, if you were just curious about it. Have you had um an event, particularly in childhood or young adulthood, or even when you were young, like infant, toddler, um, young adult, young childhood, where you had an experience with a spirit? or something feeling supernatural to you however you like to think of it and did you tell anybody about that and did had did they have a strong reaction and shut it down on you and make you afraid of it have you maybe had an, an, an interaction with a spirit or something um in the spirit realm or angels or guides or um past loved ones or Again, spirits, those could be, you know, those that you do or do not know. Have you ever had one that was maybe traumatic or just scary to you or startling even? Okay. I bring all of that up because those are common experiences that highly sensitive people have that they think is just like, it's just one of those things that happened, or they're like, okay, it happened, and I can never like go down that road again. Like, I don't want to, you know, talk about spirits that scares me. Like, if you saw, for me, like paranormal activity, like those movies, um, scared the bejesus out of me and really made me shut down so much of uh, my abilities with communicating with um, those on the other side, communicating with spirits, communicating with anything spiritual or anything that can't be seen, including energy, including not just spirits, right? Not just souls who have departed or anything like that, but actual energy. Like it shut me down to, tapping into what I was feeling energetically, um, taking on other people's energies was just overwhelming for me because I was scared to like have a relationship or use, um, energy at all from those movies, like truly traumatizing for me. Um, similarly, I hear stories from all the time from folks that say, you know, I had a, a supernatural spiritual, um, thing happen to me where like, I felt something, like I felt somebody touch me or, um, that, weren't, that wasn't there, you know, or I actually saw that it with my eyes at the end of you know, my bed, or when I was a kid, I used to play with this thing that I could see, and it wasn't scary, and I really enjoyed it, and I told my parents, and they got terrified, and we moved houses, or um, they, they told me, you know, that that's sacrilegious, and we had a priest come over, like whatever your experience is, whether it was a pleasant one, a traumatic one, a scary one, one that you thought was okay, and then you realize, oh no, people around me think that's weird or not safe, and you shut it down, okay? So I just bring up those things to just, so you could take a moment to reflect because I hear these instances from people all the time. And so what happens is when you're an adult and you become more curious about the spiritual world and things like angels or guides or spirits or ancestors and energies in general, energy in general, comes up, the topic comes up, people are scared. They're traumatized. They're worried. They're like, I, I, I really do want to communicate with my guides and angels, but I'm afraid to. I don't know how to. I'm afraid they're going to show up and scare me. I'm afraid I'm going to see them and I don't want to. I'm afraid they're going to reach out and touch me and I don't want them to. I'm afraid I'm going to hear something and it's going to wake me up in the middle of the night and I'm going to have nightmares or have a panic attack. Also what I hear a lot from a lot of people. So if you're nodding your head and you're like, oh my gosh, this is me. You are not alone. This happens to so many people. and part of what I've been able to heal this piece in me cuz I've been right where you are. Um and occasionally still still do um as I am opening up more and more to this world and communicating more deeply and and really honing those gifts without being deterred by the things on TV or in Hollywood or in books or scary stories or perpetuated by religion or um things that are evil, you know, those types of things that those stories that we hear or generalizations made about these kinds of things I've been there (laughs) and so I want to share a few things that I have learned and again bring it all back to why I call forth divine and sacred angels and guides only when I'm doing energy work with folks when I am communicating with my angels and guides um And just period, what I'm available for and what I'm not available for in my life. Because when I first started learning how to work with energy and started being open to the spiritual world and learning about Reiki, learning about the chakras, and of course, learning about spirit guides and angels and all of the unseen that isn't totally in cahoots with the universe to support us, totally conspiring to support us in the highest possible way and is supporting us every single day in all things. I started really having a hard time with this piece of like, I, I'll tell you the first time, the first experience I had with this, which is which, um, when I was starting to learn to meditate, I like to lie down when I meditate, not all the time, but most of the time. And so I was lying on my couch in in an apartment I lived in, um, at the time. And behind me is a window, um, so there's like no room for anyone to be or anything. And then in front of me is the entire house, and so my feet would be there, and my head would be at the window, so if I open my eyes, I could see the house. Um, Yeah, the living room, the kitchen, the dining room, all that, and the bedrooms, um, doors. So I would go into meditation and as soon as I would start sinking in and I would feel someone standing beside me, like at my shoulder, and it would scare the hell out of me. And I would shoot my eyes open because I know that I could feel something and it was really scaring me. And then eventually I started feeling it more at my feet, like at the standing at my feet. So I was talking to the person that I was going to for Reiki at the time and was able to, you know, ask these woo-woo odd questions I'm feeling kind of silly that I even had this question or like that it was happening and I was doubting like am I making this up because I have a very vivid imagination you know all the things and I realized like she was she was saying well let me tap in and see and she was like Hannah it's your guide like it's your guides but like there's one standing there and I'm like what well they're scaring the hell out of me can you tell them to stop (laughs) not cool. Like I, I'm telling you, as soon as I, I would constantly be opening my eyes and meditation, which, you know, can be quite distracting, especially if you're trying to do a really deep meditation or self-hypnosis, or if you're just trying to focus and calm down that monkey mind and chill out and calm your body and your nervous system. It's when you keep getting startled or feeling or sensing something and you're shooting your eyes open, you're coming out of that, right? And then you're activating your nervous system, your heart rate, all the things. So anyways, that was my first experience um, recently with something like this. And she taught me to begin talking to them and asking them to keep a comfortable distance so that I'm not scared and explaining like, I'm getting startled. Can you please support me? Whatever you're doing, your protection, whatever you're doing during the meditation is great, but like, it's not serving me. It's like, I can't have you do that anymore. Um, I still want you to be present, but I can't have you doing it the way you're doing it anymore. And they listened guys, they listened. And so, that's just one example i have several others especially at nighttime you know p- people tend to be especially um triggered or scared at nighttime when spirits or angels or guides come through to support you <sighs> and that's because we've been trained again by hollywood movies tv shows etc that we should be afraid of the dark that there's spooky monsters that there's paranormal activity dah, 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 dah. Um, and, but it makes sense that a lot of us are getting this information and being able to tap into this realm right before bedtime because your um, conscious mind is relaxing and your body is relaxing and you're actually more open and susceptible to tapping into these things, which is why sometimes they can shoot you awake even when you're about to fall asleep. I hear that from so many people. I was almost asleep and then... I experienced this and my eyes shot open and I was wide awake. Again, because your conscious mind was starting to relax and you were beginning to open up. So it's normal that you might have experiences like that. Again, you can communicate with your guides and say, I am not available between the hours of this and this or after the sun goes down because it scares me and I can't do it right now. So if you could please come to me during the day only. That's what I did. So going back to why I call forth my divine and sacred spirit angels, um, spirit guides, you know, angels and guides, I say that every time that I'm intentional, I'm not calling forth, um, I'm not available for any low vibrational things, whatever that may mean, Um, you know, and I worked with my healer on this and saying like, I'm scared of this. I'm scared that I'm going to see this. And this is something I've like really like haven't wanted to talk about in a really long time, like for a long time, but it comes up a lot with folks. And so I'm kind of coming it more out of the spiritual closet to talk about this because there are lower vibrational things out there, but here's the thing. This is what I've learned. They don't all want to hurt or kill you or torture you like you saw in paranormal activity or that you've heard in other movies or TV shows or scary things. Okay. Those things are simply attracted to the light, like a moth to a flame. That's it. They're attracted to the light. And when you turn your light on, when you begin your healing journey, when you begin turning, um, coming online, you might hear some people say, when you're turning that light on and shining your inner light more and more, again, it may attract some of those things. I have people ask me that all the time. Like, is this normal? Am I making this up? Like, is something wrong with me? Am I hexed? And all these things. Okay. That's the best way I know to explain it. It was explained to me that way. And it gave me so much solace and understanding of myself and support and comfort to know that I'm not trying, like something's not trying to harm me to necessarily, it's not necessarily any of that. Okay. And when it, if you feel something like that, so after I began calming about these things, I did have a few things come to me. Um, in my waking state, a few in dreams, a few in energy healings for myself and others that I was like, oop, you're not supposed to be here. Again, low vibrational entity, because there's there's high right there's high vibration inter, uh, energy in general, right? There's low vibrational. It's the same way um through all energy fields. Okay. I know this is getting com- kind of complex, and I don't want you to be scared about this. This is why I'm explaining it in the way that I am. So it can be empowering and you can, I can offer another perspective than just like I'm scared and I don't want to be possessed, okay? When I see those things, like they, like I said, they've come through before. Like once I've started like feeling more comfortable, like exploring this and just kind of like not being scared of it, because like it can feel like you can feel the fear, and then what you're gonna do is shut down and not gonna be available for all the guidance and love and what is there for you in the spirit world and what is there for you with your spirit guides and angels, right? So, I simply, and this is a tool that you can use as well. If I feel something, sense something, see something, hear something, whatever that doesn't belong. Whether it's low vibrational or not, dark vibrational, whatever you want to experience it, however you experience it, whether it's dark and it's not light, I simply send it to the light. And that has worked every single time, because that's all it wants, right? So if I find something in an energy healing with a client, I'm like, oh, this is not supposed to be here. And it's kind of like in their energy field or um, within them uh, energetically and stuff. I'm going to scoop that out. And I ask my divine and sacred angels and guides to come through and help escort it to the light, because that's all it wants. And I might even say it to that of like, you don't belong here. This is not where you belong. Please do not return or demand it. Like, do not return. You're not welcome here. You know, if you feel something and you're like something kind of weird in your house, like staging that and opening the door and like, anything that is not of the highest light and vibration must leave. I demand it, you know, that kind of thing too. Um, and so that's why I call forth divine and sacred guide. So I was usually calling forth, um, highest light and vibration. And then I was talking to a fellow healer of mine and she was like, you're calling the what? And I told her, she was like, no, 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 you deserve the best call forth the divine and sacred. And I was like, "Oh." That feels so good. Again, like you do too. You deserve the best. So that's why you might hear me calling forth divine and sacred angels and guides, um, or any support teams or any you know energies or anything that wants to support during an energy healing or an akashic record reading or whatever, um, to support you through the highest line of vibration but through divine and sacred angels and guides. So I hope that kind of explains a little bit um, about why I use that terminology, how you can start integrating that terminology. And it does not have to be exact, okay. It does not have to be like you copying exactly what I've done because that's the only way. That's not it at all. You get to come up with your own language, your own verbiage that resonates with you, that feels best to you. A, it provides you comfort right? It provides you comfort that the things you might be scared of or fearful of, and it helps bring down that power of what is um, scaring you or making you afraid or or creating fear within you with this piece of communicating with your divine and sacred angels and guides and getting support from the spirit world, or maybe even, yeah, communicating with um, spirits who have passed, right? So you're able to take back the power in that situation. And so that because your light is so bright, again, moth to a flame, you're going to get some like weird stuff sometimes. Now you have a tool of what to do. Send it to the light. Call forth your divine and sacred angels and guides and see them scooping it up and taking it away right? And so if you have any questions about this, please let me know. This is not necessarily a quote unquote specialty that like I clear things like this from people, but if it comes up from time to time during a session, like whether the client knows that it's there or not, I'm going to take care of it. But if you have questions about this and, and how to see this in a more empowering light and work with this and being able to comfortably um, tap into the spirit, the spiritual world, um, whatever that looks like and feels like to you, I'm happy to support you with that because I want everybody to feel Empowered to do this for themselves and to have a safe, connected, secure relationship with this. It does not have to be from that old place of. Fear and trauma, that lower place of fear and trauma. Let's get you back in your power. So, if you have any questions about that, please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Hannah Johnson Coaching or you can email me at hello at Hannah I look forward to hearing from you at any point. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please give it five stars or give me a beautiful review rating um, to let me know what you like about the podcast most so other souls can see those reviews and say, Ooh, that seems interesting to me if people are getting this result or people are getting this information out of it and it's so much value, maybe I'll take a listen so that this can reach more and more souls who are starting their spiritual awakening journey. Again, thanks for being here. I'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm popping in to let you know about a very exciting opportunity to learn spiritual concepts and get major individualized support during the beginnings of your spiritual awakening journey i'm opening up my first ever spiritual mentorship group program the spiritual mentorship is for that person who is not entirely sure what the next steps are on their spiritual journey if you've been searching for someone to talk to about spirituality someone to learn from share your experiences with the spiritual mentorship is for the person that desires guidance with a trustworthy mentor Somebody that is looking to develop their intuition and create self-trust. Maybe you've been asking the universe to help you, to send you the next steps. Maybe you've been asking for a sign. I know a lot of you are tired of searching for programs and teachers and books and podcasts or like-minded people without much luck and you're ready to finally find alignment and get started. And Maybe you could just use some help getting there, learning, and being guided on your spiritual awakening journey. And now you've been led here. This spiritual mentorship was created just for you. It's a live eight-week group program that explores all things spirituality, including crystals, oracle cards, spiritual awakening, reiki, intuition, manifesting, spirit guides, inner child healing, and so much more. Each week, we learn about a new topic and explore it together on live calls. Everything you need to be lovingly guided and starting to get to know yourself, your true authentic self and heal on a deep level so that you can lead an intuitive life with a strong foundation of spiritual tools this truly is a -a one-of-a-kind program you will not find it anywhere else i created this out of the need for what i would be looking for if i was starting my spiritual journey now i started mine back in 2017 and this is the program that i wish i had had And the benefit of having other like-minded souls in the program is truly priceless you will learn so much from each other as well and really create a community of people going through exactly what you're going through by the end of the eight weeks you will finish feeling more empowered intuitive excited not only about understanding spiritual concepts and ideas but living them and embodying them by the end of the eight weeks you will have created a strong spiritual foundation You'll begin living intuitively, turning towards your own intuition, building self-trust, learning spiritual tools and modalities, stepping into becoming your own best healer, more empowered in your spiritual journey and getting to know yourself, and gain a community of other heart-centered souls in the program. You will absolutely be wholeheartedly supported in your spiritual awakening with the mentorship. You'll have access to my support and the support of others in the group all eight weeks. We'll have eight live calls, weekly office hours to connect with me directly and you also get one one on one session with me privately during the eight weeks this is an intimate group program for folks who are ready to explore open up and begin their awakening journey the program is now enrolling for the first round the first round ever we start in mid-may 2022 so head to the link in the show notes to apply if i'm speaking directly to you go ahead and hit that link to learn more or reach out to me on instagram at hannah johnson coaching we can chat more this will be the smallest, most intimate group ever. So take advantage of this value now and apply at The link in the show notes, welcome to your awakening.